across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Have you ever lost a listing? Have you ever just kind of gotten kicked in the stomach because you felt sure that you got a listing and uh, the rapport was incredible and then they call and tell you they listed with somebody else or even worse, they send you an email and tell you they've chosen someone else. It hurts, man. I know it's happened to me tons of times and I hated it. And um, so because of that, I created a product called a certified listing agent. I got the eight top listing agents in the world and recorded their listing appointments. Everything, no holds barred, no secrets here, everything. And then after each listing appointment, we uh, discussed it and uh, created a course out of it. It's uh, over 10 hours of intense uh, video and it's for you to watch and never lose a listing again. Check it out. There's a lot of free samples. You can go in and see kind of what it's like before you uh, sign up for it. Uh, RebusUniversity.com. We also got the the uh, highly popular CTA, Certified Team Agent with Jeff Cohn. And that is how to build a massive team. How Jeff went from 80 to 580 units in four years. And uh, what he does behind the scenes. What forms he uses. How his systems are run. Everything on the CTA, Certified Team Agent. And many things to come. If, you, if you're interested, go to uh, rebusuniversity.com. Put yourself on the mailing list there. Uh, we have a price reduction course. We have a 101 ways to get uh, real estate leads for free. We have an ISA course coming out, uh, a lead handling course, not, not how to lead generate. There's, there's a ton of courses that other people do on that, but this is how to efficiently capture leads and work with them. So uh, they have a couple of courses coming out on that aspect. So anyways, rebusuniversity.com. Check it out, guys. You'll be glad you did. Now on uh, with the show. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a great guest. I have Mr. Andre Polston on the line. He is the host, the creator, the founder of the Get Listing Summit, and he's all about getting listings. Uh, used to be a real estate agent himself, understands the psyche of a real estate agent, and uh, we're going to talk about some crucial things that everybody needs to focus on in 2017 to get listings and make a, a lot of money. So without further ado, Andre, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. Excited for the excited for this interview. Why don't you uh, give everybody a little bit of bio on you there, Andre, so they can get to know you better. Sure. Well, like you said, about six, seven years ago, I was a real estate agent for a few years. Um, and for me personally, because I didn't have good mentorship and guidance uh, around how to build a, biz a real business in real estate, I ended up dealing with a lot of headaches when it came to clients, and I found that I liked the marketing and the sales aspect of the business more so than necessarily uh, dealing with the administrative part or the clients themselves. So 
I went on to consult uh, as a marketing consultant uh, in the industry and have for the last five to s- last six years or so, have worked with a variety of companies, all primarily in the real estate industry, whether they are vendors who you know serve our community or whether they're companies that work on behalf of real estate professionals to generate opportunities and leads. Uh, but that's what I've been doing for about the last six, seven years is just uh, living in the land of what works and what doesn't work when it comes to marketing and sales in our industry uh, at large. And now here going into 2017, I want to bring that all to bear and focus on creating a community, a community of agents and serving them. Uh, being an entrepreneur has always been in my blood. And, you know, honestly, just there's something I love about our community, our tribe as real estate agents at large. We're, we're a very entrepreneurial bunch, aren't we? Indeed, indeed. I mean, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, because we're so independent and the good real estate agents are so resourceful, those are the key character traits of, of an entrepreneur. And nowadays, with you having to pay for so much stuff yourself with the, the brokers paying for less and the commission splits being higher and the agent paying for themselves for a lot of stuff, it forces you to be a business person a lot faster than it used to be. So let's it let's does. let's does. let's jump into you know, you know what we need to do this year, 2017, the new year's upon us and you've created this awesome course, the the four crucial what do you call it? I'd say the four crucial habits habits uh, that yes. habits that agents have to stick to in 2017 if they want to take their business to the next level. Beautiful. I love it. Okay, so what's habit number 1? Habit number one is actually something that people rarely think of as a habit, uh, but it is a habit that I've learned is important to, it's something that's important to use as, actually treat as a habit that I've learned from experience. And habit number one is vision. Uh, Get a vision for, a specific vision for what exactly it is that you want in your business. And I would suggest it for your personal life too, but we'll stick to just business, you know, for the show. Uh, And the reason why I say you have to treat it as a habit is because It's the beginning of the year. It's a new year, right? And everybody gets really excited around the new year, right? It feels like it's a fresh opportunity. I can etch a sketch past mistakes. You know, it's it's just a chance to restart, you know, kind of hit the reset button and do it right this, you know, this year. And what happens? We either, we typically around this time of the year, we set uh, New Year's resolutions, right? Which statistically by this point in time in the, in the January, we've already broken them. And point number, and the second thing we typically do is we kind of try to outline an idea or goals that we want to accomplish into, you know, for the year. Right, right. Yeah. So many people set up goals and then, you know, the next time they look at them is this time next year, 2018. Right, so, right. So, exactly. So what, uh, so how do you, okay, so, you know, vision, uh, the word itself is kind of a cliche, you know, a lot of people say, oh, what's the, you know, vision statement and da, 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 da. So, well, how do you set a vision that you can adhere to, uh, and also a vision that is only a year long, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll give a very simple framework for how to do it. And then I'll also explain one of the most powerful things about treating vision as a habit in terms of how it actually, and you, you know, you might scratch your head about this, how it actually helps you to make your purchasing and investment decisions within your business. It actually simplifies it and removes a lot of headache. So the simplest way, the simplest way to create, to create a good year long, you know, 12 month vision is Write out exactly what it is that you want to accomplish in your business. And what I mean by that is how many how many transactions do you want to do this year? 
Okay, give yourself maybe a range or just a specific number. Shoot a little bit high, right? Obviously, shoot for more than what you did last year. Establish how many of those transactions you'd like to be listings and then how many of them will be buyer side transactions, right? Uh, and then establish any other goals that you have. Maybe the, usually those are team building goals, right? So maybe you'll want to hire your first assistant this year or perhaps you want to, uh, you right. know, so what's the difference between, uh, you know, that's all just, you know, basic goal setting. So what's the difference between, you know, listing out your goals and vision or are you saying it's the same thing? Uh, it, it's not the same thing necessarily. It, it can, so a part of vision setting is writing out your goals. So it is one is inside the other. Uh, on top of writing out what it is that you want to accomplish this year, what's important is to do this. And this is, I think, a part where many agents and many just biz entrepreneurs fail is, okay, let's say that I want to do 100 transactions this year, right? Just use a round number for yeah, easy yeah. math. Yep, so if I want to do 100 transactions, and I've got a paper in front of me, so I'm going to do this as I'm talking to you. If I want to do 100 transactions this year, I need to then reverse engineer how many leads do I have to generate this year? Right. right. Now, let's say for again, just for easy math, let's say that I convert 10% of my leads into transactions, whether that's listing or, or buyers, we'll just say 100 transactions, right? That means I need 1000 quality leads this year. Okay, well, if I need 1000 quality leads this year, now, how many do I need per month? Now, how many do I need per week? Now, how many do I need per day? Yeah. So, right? so reduced to the ridiculous, right? So you exactly need, reduced right. to the ridiculous. So you have a you have a you have a vision of where you're trying to go this year. The vision is I want to have a hundred transactions this year, and I want to have my first buyer's agent hired this year, and I want to have my first assistant hired this year. Yeah. Now, what are my granular, you know, monthly, weekly, and daily right. goals? Now, in what order to do that, and then and then actually, what not not only like um, how many leads you need, but then uh, how many hours it takes to get a lead. Right. right. Or what has to happen to get a lead and on a daily basis. So if if that means, you know, an hour a day prospecting, then that's the action item that you need Correct. To, to add Correct. to your goals. And the final thing that would add to the vision is what skills do I need to to accomplish this? Right. What yeah. skills am I lacking or where's my skill gap to, you know, for me to fill in and then create a plan to do that. And then what I would do with the vision, the way you make it an intentional habit is write it out by hand on one piece of paper and then read it every single morning. Right. Every, right. even on the weekends, read it every single bloody morning. And the reason you're going to do that is because you're going to keep recalibrating yourself to focus on what's essential and what's important. If you don't, you're going to get all off in the weeds. And here's where a vision is going to help with your investment and your purchasing decisions for your business. If an opportunity comes up to buy some sort of an online course or to go to some sort of a training or to buy some sort of a doodad or a gadget or whatever it is, if it does not clearly and directly support you in accomplishing your vision, your answer to making that purchase decision decision should be no. Right. So if you're if, if, if like you said, you've mapped out 100 and you want 60 listings and 40 buyers and all of a sudden you get an email about, how, you know, sign up for more realtor dot com ads. Yeah, because his zip code became available, right? Um, right. Because you want, you know, listings. So if you're going to spend money, get something that's going to help you get those 60 listings, right? Not um, the, the 40 buyers because buyers are a byproduct 
of listings and so anyway so yeah right so right. gravitate well, gravitate goes, towards your goals yeah, but it also goes deeper than that right uh, uh referral uh referral partnership opportunities for example right like who are you going to work with as referral partners where are you going to put your time what kind of relationships are you going to pursue mm. you can then once you have a very clear vision and you know what your numbers needed numbers are in terms of marketing uh to get to accomplishing that vision uh, it makes it re you then filter all your decision, uh, your investment decisions and not just when I say investment decisions, I'm not just saying money. I'm also saying time. Right. right? You filter everything through your vision and don't do anything that doesn't support your vision. Just be ruthlessly focused on it. Ruthlessly focused. I love it. OK, what's habit two? Habit two is uh, a kind of a, a continuation of habit number one, which is then very clearly articulate and design your daily system. What is your daily process? Now, you cannot – I think it's very, very hard uh, to try to systematize your entire day and stick to it when you're a real estate agent because demands get put on your time. You get pulled left and right. Clients pop up and such things. So one thing that a mentor taught me, and this is kind of a rule of thumb that I always share with agents, is win the day by lunch. What, what, say it again. Win the day by lunch? Win the day by lunch. Oh, before lunch. Yeah, win the day <laughs> I was thinking like if you win the day, you buy yourself lunch. Otherwise, you go hungry. Okay, well, so win the lunch, day before right. lunch, right? So get it done first. Yeah, yeah. I so love that. I, I love that because I, there's a book called uh, "Never Check Your Email Until After Lunch." Same okay. sort of thought process is, you know, uh, prospecting. Get your prospecting. Get your leads. Get your appointments all set up before you get into the BS, right? Of right. Of, of reacting to emails. So, for example, you know, I checklist my morning every morning. So every morning I wake – and this is how I would do it when I say you get a daily system. I would write it out as a checklist by hand because it's only going to be a few items, right? Uh, and so for me, example, my personal mornings are wake up, do the, do the miracle morning by Hal Elrod. It's a morning ritual process. Then after that, uh, I eat, I shower, and then I have my first four to six things that I'm going to work on that day. They're ch they have check boxes next to them. I already kind of know how much time they'll take. And I don't check my email and I don't check my phone until those things are done. And that system – and so and what I do is I put my most important business development things into that time slot, right? Because otherwise all these little things pop up and you never – and by the end of the day, you've been busy. But you know, the as the cliche goes, you didn't get what was important done. So uh, you got to systematize – so whatever it was in your vision that you're trying to accomplish for this year in your business, this is your opportunity to make sure it happens by systematizing it into your morning every single day. And even if it's putting in just an hour or two a day, like maybe all you can do is say, hey, you know, all I can manage is 90 minutes every morning to putting it into working on my skills or maybe 90 minutes into – uh, lead generation, whatever it may be, because the rest of my day just gets filled up with clients and kids and, and a whole bunch of other, you know, demands on my life, then that, then, then so be it for now. But make sure that whatever you do by hook or by crook, mm. come hell or high water, you, you put that 90 minutes in every day. Because what I'm really digging at with point number two, uh, is a principle called the average, uh, average speed over time. Average speed over time. Wait a minute. Yeah, average power, speed over time. The, I don't get it. Yeah, I'll explain it. The power of the power of average speed over time. So I, I read this on James Clear blogs. It's a guy named James Clear, jamesclear.com. He has a blog, a great personal development blog. And one thing that he explains is this. 
when we think of an author, right, somebody who writes a book, we usually, you know, the romantic idea of an author is somebody who locks themselves away in a cabin with a typewriter and, you know, is constantly, you know, drinking, right. you know, scotch and chewing on their cigars. <laughs> or pencil, and yeah, yeah. And, with and a whole just, scruffly beard, yeah, right? Yeah, no. scruffled beard, bloodshot eyes. They don't have any sleep. <laughs> they're drinking <laughs> coffee yeah. a day when they're not drinking bourbon and, <laughs> right, you know, yeah. and they're writing their best sitting seller, at right? the lake, sitting in a, a cabin right. at the lake. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, and, and, and they're cramming right before the deadline, right? They're squeezing it out of themselves. Well, on the flip side, he shares a story about a friend who he has kids, he had a business to run, but he wanted to write some books. All he could do was manage to write an hour a day. Mm. But that's what he did. Seven days a week for an hour every morning. Didn't matter if he only wrote a paragraph or if he wrote three pages. Didn't matter what the flow state was, right? He could only write he could write an hour a day, and so he committed to doing that. In nine months, the guy published three ebooks, right, on Amazon. Uh, and so the, the principle there is the power of average speed over time. We get really focused, I think, as a society, and especially as entrepreneurs, right? Because we gotta kind of make it happen. We get really hyper-focused on how much can I do in a short period of time and just get it done, right? And just kind of get over the hump and make it happen. Yeah, cramming, you know? Yeah, exactly, right? You burn yourself out. The quality of work isn't high. And also the nature of hmm. things is simply this. It is so then reap, right? So then reap. It, yes. Sometimes things just take time. Hmm. And so you'll get – you'll be amazed yeah, I, I kid you not, you'll be amazed at what you can get done in just 30 days, let alone 60 or 90 days. If you just spend an hour a day applying it to something that you've been procrastinating on, do it just, just an hour a day. So maybe you'll just make a little bit of progress and that's it. It doesn't matter. Then another hour tomorrow, yeah. another hour the next day. Dude, you wake up 90 days from now, you won't recognize yourself or your business. I, I think um, higher education kind of gets us out of that habit if you think about it like uh, for anybody that's gone to college and and it's not necessarily taught this way but this is what happens you learn how to cram right so you party right. i'm generalizing but you party or, or let's say you play you do whatever the hell you want whether you know it's it's running swimming or or doing beer bongs whatever it is you're hanging out with your friends doing stuff and then you cram all night and you ace the test, right? And then you get in that habit of cramming all night or cramming all day and acing the test, where in reality, what should be happening is, you know, like you said, average speed of at whatever it is, speed of average, yeah, average over time. Average speed over time. Over yeah. time, you should be going to the library as if it's another class from 11 to 1 every day. You know Correct. what I mean? And, yep. then, and then you never have to study for any tests. I agree. Yeah. Okay, so cool. So what's the third habit? The third habit is short and sweet. You need to review, and you need to do it minimum once a month. Um, I, a smart person listening to this would review once a week. And what I mean is review how you're approaching your daily habits and are your daily, is your daily system, uh, is it supporting your vision? Is it moving you closer? Within a week, you should see yourself moving closer. If you're applying, if you have a clear vision and you've mapped out your daily system, your daily habits, right, winning the day by lunch, if that works for you, uh, then within a week, you should see a little bit of progress, right? And the key is to stay hyper-focused on seeing real measurable progress towards your vision and nothing but your vision, right? Mm. Uh, and making sure that the, your daily habits are supporting that vision. Okay. So you want to review at least once a month, okay? Um, but if you if you can, do it once a week and then maybe have a bigger, longer, longer kind of a multi-hour review of the whole month. What you want to look at is, 
are the actions that I'm putting into my daily system, my daily habits, whatever it is that I can kind of, you know, set aside for my average speed over time principle. Is it moving me closer to my vision? If it's not, tweak it, optimize it, and then keep going forward. But you have to actually put in the review period. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love that. And uh, it makes a whole lot of sense. And you, and you got to. You have to sit back and uh, just like any football team or any sports team or whatever, sit back and watch the game, the, you know, the video of the, of the game and critique it, you know, review. As, How did yeah, I do, you know? Yeah. As soon as you start, uh, as soon as a human being starts to become consciously aware and starts consciously paying attention to whatever's going on in their life, you'll be amazed at how many bad habits or poor habits you yeah. immediately just fix yeah. because you suddenly become actually, you know, consciously aware of them. But it's this unconscious unawareness right or this conscious unawareness where we're just not paying attention to things and we just bleed time we bleed energy we mm. bleed momentum and we just you know we're constantly spinning our tires and we're and and we're tired at the end of the day or at the end of the month and it just doesn't seem like life is fun or we're making any progress and it's because we're not consciously up, uh, paying attention uh to what our habits are and what's working and what's not working mm. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Okay, so what's the fourth and final uh, habit here that we need to deal with and learn in 2017? Uh, for this final habit, it's kind of a, it, it's establishing uh, specific morning and evening rituals. Now, I already hinted on this when in point, habit number two when I talked about a daily system. I simply said that I, I, I'm a fan of trying to make your daily system or your daily habits earlier in the day. Because I think that it, it it's easier to accomplish them right before the before the demands of the day kind of pop up and you're playing you know a giant cosmic game of whack-a-mole with the rest of your day. But creating a morning and evening ritual. Let me give you an example of some of, of what can really work. So rituals and habits have a power of pulling us right versus. And, but most of the time when we're trying to accomplish something in life, we feel like we have to push ourselves to get it done. Uh, let me give you an example. When you got when you got to brush your teeth in the morning, right? You don't even think about it. You just do it. I mean, you most people wouldn't even think of not doing it and going out and you know wondering what their breath smells like and what's the state of their health. You know, <laughs> um, at least I hope you wouldn't, right? Right. Uh, you know, but it's it's a habit. It's such an ingra mm. it is such an ingrained habit that it pulls you, right? It, it you don't have to push yourself to brush your freaking teeth in the morning. You feel right. better after you yeah. do it. It yeah. pulls. You. So, what I do is this, and this is what I this is what I wholeheartedly endorse for everyone to try. Try it for at least thirty days, and then the, just this one little habit can change your entire life. And I and I know I'm you know giving it a big promise, but I'm telling you it works because I do it. I've done it for my own life. Write out your morning process. It can be again for me. It's I wake up, I do the miracle morning. Uh, well, actually, I splash cold water on my face. I brush my teeth. <laughs> that's it, my right? first that's thing that habit, I do. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's my habit now. I mean, I get out of bed, and that's that's the first thing I do. The second thing I do you is probably I make, pee. Yeah, you know, you know usually <laughs> that has to happen, right? Yeah, yeah usually has. I'm just trying to be polite for a polite audience, but you know, we're all rock stars here, <laughs> yeah, so right. we all know how that happens. Uh, but I splash cold water on my face and I brush my teeth. Then I make my bed. There's a little bit of a power I've heard about, you know, just getting one good thing done really quickly and getting your bed done create, creates this like little psycho psychological win of I did something, you know, I did something smart and right today. Then I immediately go into my miracle morning. Then after that, uh, I eat breakfast and then I shower and then I immediately go into checking off my check boxes. That's my morning ritual, right. right? And I just and I never do more than six check boxes. Usually, I try to do three or four because one, I don't want to have overwhelm, and two, I want to get through the freaking check boxes so that then I feel kind of just like I got momentum on my side for the rest of the day. So 
maybe if you're just starting, do only two or three checkboxes and that's it of things you want to get done for your business, right? The, The idea is to build this momentum. Now, what happens is if you do this consistently, do this for 30 days, you start greasing the groove in the morning so well uh, that this habit, this ritual, your morning ritual starts to pull you into the day. And then by the time you're done with it, 10 or 11 o'clock in the day, you have so much momentum behind you and you have so much positive energy built up that you perform better at everything else that comes at you later in the day or whatever you need to accomplish later in the day. Plus, you got the joy of knowing that you got some important shit done today already and it's already done. It, you know, It's in the bag. Uh, and you can just feel better about your day. So that's the morning ritual. The evening ritual is actually just basically kind of like setting yourself up for the next day. Here's what I do in the evening ritual. Every single day in the evening, I sit down and I write out my check boxes for the next day. It takes five minutes. You just think through, okay, what are the next things I got to work on that are a priority for my business tomorrow, right? But you want to do it the day before, not the morning up because it, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, and the other thing that I do is this. So every morning, as part of my miracle morning process, I have, you know, I, I do 10 minutes of journaling and writing. In the evening, on the back side of the same page in my journal, what I do is I write the title across the top of the page, which is this How did I harness average speed over time today? Wow, I like that. Right? The other way I might write it is How did I harness the power of the slight edge today. That's another book I really love. It's called The Slight Edge. Um, but they're the same idea: is that you're making you're you're making micro you know micro improvements and consistent progress on a daily basis. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. And then what I do is I write in the compound effect. Right. Exactly. Exactly. The, yeah. The slight edge and the compound effect are almost exactly the same thing. And what I do then is at the end of the day, I write in what I got done. So I write in. Uh, I did my I I did my morning I did my morning miracle routine my miracle morning routine uh, I did my hygiene and my health habits this morning uh, I did I did I got three of my check boxes I got all three of my check boxes done so you can see what you what you did and right. see if it was productive right or Correct. did I waste my time all day you know right well also what it and then it gives what it also does is this at the, we're often so go 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 as entrepreneurs that we don't take time to notice what we actually do get done we're always only thinking of the gap right what else have I not done what do I need to do next you know, to do, to do, to do, to do, to do. Next, 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 yeah, next. Yeah, the gap. Hmm. Yeah, we never take time to notice what the heck we actually already got done. So what this does is it gives you an opportunity to just kind of feel positive about what you did get done that day, right? If you ate healthy that day, right? If you stuck to a good eating routine, I write that in. Like, hey, today I took care of my body. I ate healthy. Today I drank, you know, half a gallon of water. Right. I write in every little th- and what it does is it allows you to think through your day and you're only looking for positive things. What are the positive things I did today uh, to move the move the needle? Right. To just harness the power of average speed over time today. What did I do? You know, maybe did an extra workout, whatever it is. But what happens is that you start realizing that, hey, I'm a person who's a doer and a mover. Like I, I, I actually do good things. I do and I do them consistently. And you actually kind of get addicted to this game with yourself where you want to see how many good things you can write in there in the evening. And it actually makes you more conscious of what your actions are throughout the day because you know you kind of want to 
put them in that book or write them into that page later in that later tonight, later that same day to kind of just feel good about yourself. And so it's this really small, unique habit that only takes about five minutes to do. But I'm telling you, the power of it to make you consciously aware of your decisions throughout the day is pretty phenomenal for how small of a thing it is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, th- th- this is great. Yeah, I love these things, and I, I agree 100% wholeheartedly on all four of them. Before we uh, wrap this up, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Get Listings uh, Summit. Tell me about that. Yeah, so the Get Listing Summit is uh, at getlistingsummit.com. Uh, and as the name implies, it's a summit, and it's all about helping agents win at the game of getting listings, right? Getting listings, getting more of them, getting them consistently, and growing your business through listings. And what I what what's happened is that um, in, in a way to help you know kind of drive give a pot create positive impact for our, our community. I'm putting on this summit at the beginning of the year to kind of help throw you know start the year off with a bang. And I've gathered what's now over 35 of the top minds and successful practitioners in our industry today. Top real estate agents, mega real, you know, mega team agents uh, doing 500 to 1,000 sides a year. Veteran real estate agents who are consistently killing it, you know, with uh, 100 to 200 transactions a year, uh, and rookies who are crushing it out of the gate in the year one and two. I also have a uh, I have a group of great influencers, uh, thought influencers, thought leaders, and coaches who are proven, who have a who have a vetted track record, and then also have a group of uh, incredible CEOs and platform leaders who are innovating and doing something awesome in the industry, uh, and have a great perspective on trends. And so I've gathered all these people. And I go in depth with them for an hour or so each, really digging deep. And it's all focused around getting listings. So it's not all over the place. And so basically, yeah. and, and, and the most. So it's basically, I, it's a virtual summit, guys. So yeah, basically, you don't conference. have to pay money to fly to uh, Miami, Florida and sit in a classroom. You basically do it from your computer and you get all, you get this massive diversity, 28 different speakers or so of people talking about getting listings. Uh, And uh, so what's the start date and what's the cost? The start date is January 24th and it's going to run through probably about February 8th. And the cost is an uh, an offer that I believe that nobody can refuse. Uh, the cost is absolutely free. What? Well, well, no, no, no. There, there, there is a small catch. So, actually, there is a small catch. They actually do have to when they go to landing page, get listing summit. They do actually have to click on a button, and then they have to put in their name and their email address, and then really work hard through the process about clicking the submit button. Hmm. But once they do that, then they're in for free. That's awesome. Well, that what a, what a, what a great. <laughs> great contribution that that you're making here to the real estate agent community and the listing agent community, I should say. And I love it. And I love that it's highly focused on listings because, you know, like I always say, listings are the name of the game and buyers are a byproduct of listings. So, you know, now more than ever, you know, we need to be listing focused. So Andre, listen, this has been great. I really appreciate you coming on. I'm going to put all of Andre's information on Hyben Digital dot com backslash and so andre has a a funny spelling of andre it's not the french way it has a n d r e y so because of that i'm not going to even put his last name on there all you got to do is type in hybendigital.com backslash andre with a y and uh, ey and all his information will come up link to the get listing summit will come up 
And Andre, thanks for coming on and sharing. And I wish you the best of luck uh, in all your endeavors in 2017. And hopefully someday we'll meet face to face. Yeah, thank you. And just everybody listening, I really do hope that uh, you guys make 2017 the best year in your business ever. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.